You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. I love the intro music. What's up, cowboys and cowgirls? I'm your host, AJ Gibson. We're covering another uh, episode of Dallas, season one, episode eight. Bing is for doing, and we're doing it big tonight, and Dallas sure did it big. This was a great episode. It was. Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. Let me first say I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts. I'll let them introduce themselves. Let's see if we can get this right tonight, ladies. <laughs> I'm going to go to my right. Dorinda Barker. Fantastic. And I'm Kelly. Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan. See see how that works? See how nicely that works out when we just follow a little bit of a, a little bit of structure? Never hurt anyone. No, not no. at all. So, Dallas, big episode tonight. Yeah. First off, yes. I want to apologize for not being here last week. I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I I wanted to meet Charlene Tilton so badly. Oh, she was so I sweet. love her. She was oh. amazing. Yes. Amazing. And then she stayed afterwards and just sat and talked with us. She she's, was just she's completely awesome. crazy too. Yeah. I I realized that very quickly. I watched I watched your guys' episode. You guys did a great job. Thank you so much for filling in for me, Kelly. Oh, um, thank you. But, but we missed you. We needed your. I know. Yeah. I wanted to be here yeah. so bad. I had a big audition. I think what everyone loved is that we didn't about... know you weren't coming until about five minutes. I know. Either did I. Either did I. It was a last minute thing. I'm like, I can't turn this down. It's a big. It's a big yeah. deal. Right. So I had to go to it. But uh, you guys, I knew you guys were. I knew right. that you went to Disneyland, right? Or something. Right, Disney. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. I love Disneyland. I rode Space Mountain four times instead of coming to the show. <laughs> Just kidding. But thank you guys. And I'm back. I missed you guys. We only have a couple of episodes left. Two I can't more. Two it. more after this. I know, right? It's getting so it just gets better and better every It episode. does. I, I say this every single week. Each each episode gets better. And the music on these episodes just it's it's not even like necessarily like big, like grand like musical numbers or musical numbers. It's like a, it's like a Broadway <laughs> like show. Glee. No, but like the the uh, I don't know how how it's just quality. Yes, it's right. such yeah. high quality. Because mm-hmm. every show sort of has some classical or lyrical mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. but this is like a full orchestration. Lyrical, he says. Lyrical. Um this this episode, we've got a few episodes we'd like to talk about. Mm -hmm. The episode title is No Good Deed. That's such a perfect, perfect title. Yeah. And and we'll get into that a little bit later with Sue Ellen's character. She had a big, big night. Yes, she did. First off, we're going to start off with John Ross, Vincente, and the family. Let's 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 start off with that topic. Who wants to, who wants to kick this off for me, Dorinda? How about you start us off? <laughs> Dorinda, well, what you got? <laughs> well, well, you know what? The thing about it is, Vicente goes to see him in jail, which I think that man must have some power if he can get to you in jail and have right. a little little meeting with you there, and then basically tells him your time is up. And, and she's speaking of John Ross right now. Yeah, for talking, any of those who I'm just so tune in sorry. for us and don't watch I, the Dallas show. Yes, he's talking to John Ross <laughs> and says, your time is up. And John Ross is still trying to deal with him and deal with Vicente, but he's not hearing it. Right. And then he goes, to, I mean, he goes to see Bobby after that. That John Vicente goes to see Bobby. He and, sure does. Yeah. 
And Bobby, Bobby's not a little pushover. Like the first few episodes of this show, we thought it was going to be the JR and John Ross show, and then Bobby and Christopher are going to get walked all over every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're very quickly realizing that's not the case. Right. Um, yeah. JR wasn't very present in this episode. John Ross was all over it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, everything mm-hmm. is, you know, this entire, all these storylines are converging right around his character right now. Um, but no, Bobby, when Vincente went to visit him, Bobby, I love, I actually wrote this down. What was the quote that Bobby said? He said to Vicente, he says, uh, so you can call in your little note, but you will never pump a drop of oil on South Fork. I highly recommend you get the hell off my property. Mm-hmm. I love that line. And he delivered it well. Right. Better he than did. Bobby from 1979. Yeah, I, he's, Patrick he's, Duffy's a much better actor oh, now. Yeah. He's come a long way. He sure has. I think all of them are. They're all they're all better actors now. Right. Well, and just the look on his face, and he'd lock the eyes with him, and you know, get out of my, you know, get out of my house. I don't care if you whatever your fraudulent deal was. You know, so he's kind of like taunting him, and he actually grows a backbone in this episode. You know what I saw in that in that scene? I saw a little bit of Jock. For those of you who watched the original series, yes. that was very much a jock moment. Mm-hmm. He took yes. ownership. He was He's the man of South Fork now, mm-hmm. and he, he wanted to make sure that Vincente knew that, and he yeah. did. He, he did. put that message across. Yeah, and he showed no fear, none whatsoever, which mm-hmm. I loved. Yeah, where Vincente shows up with two uh, bodyguards. Always. He always, always. has a little yeah. entourage with him. Yeah. Shows up with his two henchmen, and there's Bobby. Right. Bobby just answers the door and is like, hello. Hi. Yeah. Welcome to our house. <laughs> right. Come on in. Yeah. yeah, he just has Anne in the back with the shotgun. <laughs> exactly. Sidebar, Bobby having no complications from the cancer that he had at the beginning of the season, correct? Correct. Just yeah. move right past that? That storyline well, lasted he got removed, ups? remember? He went to the hospital and he had surgery and all the cancer was removed. He okay. hasn't, so he's gone, he, it hasn't come back yet. Yep. Right. So that still could be a lingering and if you notice in the couple of episodes, it happens very, sl- you know, slight because we're watching everything else. You'll see him like in the background, like a little pain, a little bent yeah. over or something. Also, yeah. depending on what kind of cancer you have, I mean, I'm going to talk about this later in the news, but like it can go away within a couple months. It's not like this long, dragged out period sometimes. Okay, but there's nothing about Dallas that's like quick and to the point. Ever. They got to move no. on to the yeah. next yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I think they just set up a whole lot of plot lines those first few episodes that mm-hmm. if they need to go back to them someday, they will. If not, they'll just forget about them conveniently. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So smart. So smart. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So... So the thing I also found interesting just about the jail scene in general was when Sue Ellen went to go visit John Ross in prison and there was like a hundred inmates and they're just all sitting back to back and she's just in there. Like she's running for governor and there's no like security. Like it just was like well, a free for all. I, I, I found a lot of things interesting about those jail scenes. First, Vincente went to the jail to see John Ross, which I right. don't think he would do. Why would you want to associate yourself and right. put yourself out there? He's a known criminal. And why would you want to be seen publicly with John Ross, who is now – you know, in prison for the murder of Marta del Sol. It also started weird, too, because actually the first person was Elena, and she was sort of having, like, like the cop asking the questions. The well, beginning. yeah, and it looked like, to me, Elena, in her eyes, she was trying to figure out how to ask the questions she wanted to ask without accusing him. Because at first, she, it looked like she was like, I'm not sure if you killed this right. girl. Well, but like, what she, were you doing at this woman's house who I don't know? That's what she ended up asking. She said, right. why, were you with it? Mm-hmm. why were you in the hotel room with her? And um, he, it, it looks like... He's hiding something more when really he just doesn't want her to know that 
He slept with the crazy woman, right. and he doesn't want to <laughs> crazy hurt crazy what woman. <laughs> woman. <laughs> yeah, Very he was nice he was going to pass this, the DVD. Go ahead and watch this. Like, yeah, that has to come out eventually. Some of course. Too. That's that's somewhere locked away in some little storage shed with out out in out in <laughs> right with the uh, the, it's zip in the drive. Desk. It's in the <laughs> drive. Yeah, yeah, in Jock's yeah. storage. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to remember too, when Vicente went to the to jail, he must have connections, as you said, because he was in a room by himself. Mm-hmm. Right. With John Ross. When Sue Ellen went, she was in the common room where everybody has visitation. So mm. he was off to the side in his own little thing. So he must have set something up to where nobody would know he was there. A little insider information for you guys here. I'm going to ask a question mm-hmm. I already knew the answer to. How do you know about these, these, <laughs> these jail visits? Oh, you sound like you've experienced this before. Yeah. Kelly, why don't you share I, with I us? I have no idea. Go ahead and tell us. Have you ever known anyone in jail before? Or, Never, uh, not no, me. You nope. have no inside mm. knowledge on Tell no. the truth. No, actually, unfortunately, I didn't grow up. You know, I didn't grow up in the best neighborhoods. And, mm. you know, I had, you know, a few in friends Texas. in so Texas. So you've actually maybe been to that jail. I probably have, actually. No, I've been to the jail in Dallas. It's not a pretty place. But yeah. um, I have gone and visited a few people in jail. And there's different levels of visitation that you get depending on how they behave. So if they're good... They can be outside, face-to-face, in an outside patio if they've been on good behavior. If it's kind of moderate, you go inside on a face-to-face. If you're getting a little bit in trouble, you've got the glass. And if you're really, really in trouble, they put their, they're put they in a cage when you visit them. This feels like an AfterBuzz exclusive. I mean, wow, <laughs> like, how do you know all of them? There it is. I love that you know this much. It, I, it's a scary place. Have you place. been in jail? Have you I ha- been arrested? No, I haven't been in jail. Have you? That's a yes. You Miranda <laughs> has no. been arrested. <laughs> no comment. No comment. You don't have to answer that. Like, Can I just tell you the town I grew up in in, in Ohio? Salina, Ohio. Our jail uh, consisted of what well, was like the little sheriff's department, which mm-hmm. I think was also like his house or apartment or something. I don't really know. And the jail was basically a garage with a gate that closed on it. And we would like ride our bicycles to the pool in the summer and like wave at the jailbirds in their little orange outfits. It was like a garage with like just bars. That's, That's weird. Like really? That sounds it was, like Mayberry. Well, my, I, grew, I grew up in a town very similar. But who would they keep there? Just like a drunk tank? Because they probably transfer people. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean... There aren't really crimes in my hometown. I remember when I was like 12, I think somebody got uh, stabbed at Subway. For, at, not, the, not the actual Subway, the restaurant. And they oh. called it Stabway. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. not a whole lot went on in my town. Too much. I think you were stabbed in like the leg or something. Everybody, yeah, no. everybody was fine. To being in a Texas jail is definitely not a fun place to be, even when you're visiting. Because you, it's still like, it's pretty intense. I can't imagine. So, Let's be honest, though, that, that jail scene was probably shot on, on like a back lot. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, they, they, no, there's no way that they really I know they, they shoot a lot of the show down in Dallas. I don't know mm-hmm. how right. much of it they actually shoot there. All of it or just certain scenes? I don't know. There's so many shots that are exterior shots. And yeah. Even like some of the like office scenes, you can see the Dallas skyline. So they're for sure shooting a lot there. But I mean, what I a, wonder where the inside of a, South Fork takes place. What I, those have to be stages, I imagine. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. a, like a nightmare to like coordinate all those people coming back. There's a lot of, it's a huge cast. Right. Well, yeah, but in Texas too, they do have, you know, a lot of stuff gets shot there. So they do have the sound stages mm-hmm. and they do have, so they might, because when I talk, they might just shoot everything. There. Yeah. When I talked to Josh, he said they shot it there. Like he didn't say that they shot it in both places because he always shot it in Dallas. Well, somebody but, shot JR there Josh years who? ago. Wait, wait, <laughs> did you get that? Did you get that? No? Yeah. Nobody? Yes, Kelly, I got it. Kelly I got it. I got it. I intended. It was really funny because yeah. you were busy over speaking. That's what you were doing. I don't real. need to be lectured by you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys no, but that's why I was saying that when um, 
And as we're getting to this, you know, Vicente goes to visit John Ross in jail, threatens him, and then all of a sudden John Ross is trying to use the phone, Mm -hmm. and these two inmates kind of get into his area. Obviously, there's no guards around, of course not, and he gets beat to a bloody pulp, Mm -hmm. like, ridiculously. It was pretty graphic. Yeah. To be honest with you. I so, liked it. And that is so they take him to the they take him to the hospital. Even all beat up, he's still hot. So right, exactly. he really a little is. bit hotter actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah because his mugshot was pretty hot. You want to take care of him yes. then, because right. he was like, oh, wounded little bird. <laughs> I took his mugshot and it's now my screensaver on nice. my phone. And you can tell nice. when Elena saw him for the first time. She was yeah. falling back in love with him. Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. that nurturer. Actually, when her. everyone saw mm-hmm. him, even like, you know, Bobby, like they were sort of like, oh, he's like really, really hurt. Yeah. I and think I think I think this this all needed to happen this episode because it's now gotten very quickly, the first seven episodes, it, there's there's a major division, a major rift in the family. Mm-hmm. And there need to be more layers than that. It can't just be uh, Bobby's son versus JR's son forever. Right. It can't be that simple. It never has been. It, sh- it shouldn't be that simple. Yeah, because and the so, show isn't that way. Exactly. And this shows that JR, while he didn't have the best intentions necessarily, he really, at the end of the day, just wanted to impress his dad, just like Christopher. And he got in, in a little over his head. And when it, when you know when it push came to shove, the Ewings stick together. Right. Yeah. When, when, when somebody else, there's an exterior force, Vicente, when he's, if somebody else is trying to get in on this, all of a sudden they all unite every right. single time. No one's yeah. going to mess with the family. Not yeah, and, and that's exactly where it comes down to, especially when they got to the hospital. All of them came to the hospital, and Bobby's like, well, we'll take care of that. He was, you know, once again, the patriarch of the family mm-hmm. right. and taking him in as... It Can, is his son because his father wasn't there once again. And because while there, I was oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say because he got beat up by the Latino gang member. Oh yes, that <laughs> cracked me up. Sue Ellen, I wrote down that quote and I have to say it just right. Uh, it kills me. Oh, she said, um, some inmates got to him while the guards weren't around. Some Latino gang member. I'm like, come on, Sue Ellen, really? And, and she was the look on her face was so serious and so like distraught. I'm like, oh, she the, kills me. The other me. quote that I loved is when uh, John Ross said, "Yep," yeah, and the Venezuelans stole the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? The Venezuelans. I'm like, really? There is, we... there is some really good ones tonight. There well, my ones. favorite one actually is is <laughs> also in the same the same part of the show um, when the only person who wasn't there at the hospital was Jr. because he's still in Vegas yeah. trying to investigate Cliff Barnes and find out what's going on. And Jr. hasn't gotten a lot of scenes the last couple of episodes, Mm-mm. but every one of his scenes, he just kills it right yeah. he cracks me up so he's sitting at a bar in las vegas right mm. they put down like a manhattan in front of him and it's got some it's got a stick with like a garnish with like some like lemons on it and cherries i guess it wouldn't be a manhattan then i don't know what well, that no, would be. it had a rind it had a rind. Rind. Yeah, an orange yeah. rind it was and, and a cherry, cherry. so it's mm-hmm. probably the manhattan. Yeah. so All they put that down in old fashioned they put that down in front of him and he just picks it up looks at it he goes what the hell is that? And throws it. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up. That's like, amazing. He knows how to deliver a line. And that's a simple line. Yes. But he just delivers it with such... Oh, my... He cracks me up. Right. No, he's great. Fantastic. Because you that's classic JR. Yeah. He's an old guy who's been drinking these things since before the, you know, beginning of time. Before <laughs> mixology. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Into he's like, like garnish. That's why garnish is back in the original no. Dallas. Right. Like ice and bourbon whiskey. Exactly. Right. Yes. What's funny yeah. is every interview I read with, you know, Larry Hagman too, he is like that way in real life. Everything is a joke. Like he's very rarely like serious about anything. So it's like it's sort of, that sort of carries over with his well, character. After this many seasons, you have to wonder like, like, 
how much of him is actually in JR and how much of JR is actually now in him because they're mm-hmm. kind of synonymous. I mean, for 30, 40 years now, these two characters have this 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 man and this character have been one and the same essentially, and that's got it, you know. Right. Oh Lord, a lot of time. But I do. Uh, the other thing, you know, since we're talking about all this and bringing Jr. into it, is I like how when John Ross woke up in the hospital and Sue Ellen was there, and he said, "I had a dream right. that my dad was here," and really it wasn't. He came, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was right. more or less. He was caressing his hair because he feels guilty for what has happened, and I don't think he can deal with it. That's the thing about Jr. He does feel guilty. He does have a heart, right. and I love that about him. He's evil with a heart. That's yeah, he just is. doesn't want anyone else to see it, so he's. You know, sneaks in, you know, in the shadows and does it in the dark, doesn't wake him up, and then he leaves. Yeah, because yeah, he truly does love his son. At the end of the day, I really do think he truly mm-hmm. does love his son. And I also think he's like that little boy who didn't get all the attention, and Bobby got all the attention, and this right. is why he does what he does. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of attention, I like to give a little attention to Amazon. Amazon, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys have any purchases to make, we would really, really appreciate it if you could do it through AfterBuzzTV.com. Uh, click on the Amazon banner at the top of the screen and make your purchases through there. It's one extra click. It doesn't cost you guys a penny. And what it does is it gives us a little kickback here at AfterBuzz because we do what we do for you because we love it and we give this content to you for free. Um, and if you guys love that and you want that to continue because we will never charge for this content, um, we just ask that you do little things like this and help us out. It really, really does help us out and it's so easy. I actually just, I talked about this last night a little bit, but I'm so excited because it came today. I just ordered um, a green screen kit, a full green screen Ooh. kit with lighting, overhead lighting, everything for my apartment. He's into some really weird yeah. stuff. No, it's crazy. No, I'm setting over, setting up a little like studio in my apartment so I can shoot stuff and make my own content at home, nice. um, which I'll be posting on my website, which will be launching soon, but <laughs> I made my purchases through AfterBuzz TV on the Amazon banner. Right. And, it, okay. and I did so too. I, I, I'm the reason these lights are on tonight, you guys. <laughs> that, that, that kit was not cheap. <laughs> I bought a shirt that awesome. I'm going to wear either uh, next week or the week after. <laughs> oh, for, and, for here? Yes, and also you could also buy a gift for AJ. It was your birthday last was week. My, oh, you're so oh, sweet. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. Yep. I'm 29 again. He's now 175 <laughs> years old. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I should have heard of the applause for my birthday too, but it's okay. I'll get Oh, no, you guys, stop. You shouldn't have. No. So moving on to our next topic, we've got Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen, for me, was, she carried this episode. Right. And that yes. doesn't happen very often. Right. I really, really enjoy Sue Ellen. She's still a little bit, um, there's something about her character that's a little bit quirky, a little bit, not cheesy, but a little bit just the way she presents the character has always been very, very unique, I'll say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I would also say that her character is so different, in a sense, because she's not a raging alcoholic, which that changes your character completely. You know what I mean? So now she's sort of like she's t- on trying the good to do, side. She's trying to do she, right by her son. Right. She's, but there was that, and also in the original, she was very dependent on her husband, and that. And now she's an extremely independent woman, so she's the same person, but it's also a completely different character for, for and her, too. It's interesting to see the transition, to see this, the, the growth that she's experienced since we last you know, left mm-hmm. off in South Fork. We saw them in the 90s for the last time. Um, and Unless you saw the films. Which were also in... The 90s. Were they? I yeah. thought they did one in 2006. I thought one was like 2000. Maybe. I have no idea. I, I need oh, to go sorry. watch that I last time. Someone like will probably yell at me. Someone will yell at me on like iTunes that. again. Yeah. About yes. <laughs> Please yell at him. We can't do our iTunes read yet, Ryan. You can't bring I up can iTunes say yet. the name. <laughs> no, Sue Ellen, though. She she was fantastic in this episode. She just she brought it. So right. many scenes. And what I love is how she's trying so desperately now to be the mother that John Ross deserves and never really had. Right. I, yeah. I like that. What I really liked about her was her interaction with Anne. And, like, Anne was sort of, like, patted her on the back and say, you have to do what you have to do to 
protect your son. You know what's interesting? When I see scenes, when I oh my lord, I hope this camera's not broken because I there there oh there we go. No, what <laughs> what is really interesting to me is whenever I see uh, Sue Ellen and Anne with scenes together, mm-hmm. I always imagine Victoria Principal. I don't know why. I I mm-hmm. I imagine. Pamela Ewing. And for some reason, it's in my head, I almost feel like it was a recast. I'm like, oh, it's Pam. <laughs> Pam Ann. It's not very different. I'm like, I yeah, mean, right. that's what she looks like now. But I try to, like, picture, like, because I was thinking about the age difference and try I know I'm a little crazy. Are you going to laugh at me right now? No. I love Victoria Principal. I'm so sorry. Somebody <laughs> needs to get a convertible red Mercedes. Yes. On the show. Immediately. It Immediately. should be, um, oh, white. her name just left my mind right now. The pregnant one. Rebecca. Rebecca. <gasps> yes. yes. Genius. <laughs> so, Sue Ellen, what are our thoughts on Sue Ellen tonight, Dorinda? Uh, this this really was her. This was her moment. This episode, and I liked when she said to Anne because I really did like the camaraderie because mm-hmm. you never really saw them together a lot, right? In, in the episode so far, and she goes for twenty years. I tried to walk the the side of right, and Anne tells her, "You do what you have to do because this is for your child." Right. And then Sue Ellen goes and does what she does for her child, and kind of gets. Which, in the which I think is it. a you know something that's going to happen a little bit later because we still don't know the tea with Anne. Remember the episode ended with you know the pictures in the fire with the oh, baby. Yeah. We still have we no idea what's going on. Yet. So maybe there's something. I mean, she was obviously feeling really motherly towards like Sue Ellen. Like they have this and, really weird bond. And also, Anne is very, very uh, feeling very motherly towards Rebecca. She's right. really kind of yes. taking her under her wing. She really feels for her now. That she's with child or with with twins. Um, she's really yeah with childs. <laughs> that so, bothers me. What what bothers you? That she's taking you know kind of coddling her so much. It re- it's really bugging There's me. There's something about there the backstory. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that it has a lot to do with that child that we don't know anything about. Right. We obviously know there's a child, and I think that. She's searching for that. If you've had something and it's taken away from you and you love it so much as, as it, it's a part of you, mm-hmm. you'll always go back and try to find something that's going to fit that you can take care of. Which is why I think she's taking Rebecca under her wing and yeah. trying to give her because I think that Anne has a very dark past. And that it's obviously something she's, she's been hiding. And I thought, yes. it was, I thought last week's episode where Bobby chose not to open the envelope. Yeah. That to me was one of the just kind of sexiest moments I think yeah. of the season. Yeah, sexy. That yeah. is the right word. Yeah. Because I would be like, I'd be like, I need to open it. I need to read it all and look like a jerk, you know? Yeah. But it takes a real man to be like, look, you are who you are. I, I know the woman I married. What happened before... You can you can share that with me when you're ready. We all said yeah. last week that we would open it and read it, but then we'd pretend like we didn't, just to see yeah. if they would tell us. <laughs> For sure, that's right. we all so crazy. That's exactly did. what I would do. Right. So. <laughs> and then you admit it to him. You're like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, you murdered your child or whatever it's it is. Okay. Yeah. No. But my problem with that too is instead of if she does have a dark past and she feels guilty mm-hmm. for you know whatever happened, we don't know yet. But to me, it's you know why gravitate toward the guilty party in this scenario? Why isn't she because Christopher lost something big too that he really cared about and loved. You know, Rebecca came in and completely changed the whole direction of his life. And instead of Anne going to him, which is supposed to her stepson, and looking after him and seeing if he is okay with all of this, she automatically goes to Rebecca, who is the guilty party. But Rebecca also didn't, she's being manipulated by Tommy quite a bit, I feel like. And Rebecca also said that she didn't really know when she met Christopher. She had not known about the emails and what had gone down at that time, correct? Right. She just met him and fell in love with him. 
but still, so, she's so, still. Yeah, so you'd be years. mad. At, you'd be mad at your mother too, right? I would like, totally be mad at her. Yes, ex, uh, whatever he is, I could be your ex-husband. No, yeah, no. But then no. also, from Anne's point of view, you see your son, you know, rushing off to Elena every chance he gets now, and knowing that he's still kind of in love with her, eh, you might feel a little bit more for Rebecca, knowing that oh, this girl had to deal with knowing this other girl's in the wings this entire time. So maybe it makes her a little more. I, I guess we'll find out more as Anne's yeah. storyline develops. Yeah. We'll see. All I know is right now. She don't like it. She don't like it. Kelly don't like it. And she grew up with a lot of friends in prison. Not a lot. Just maybe one or two. You knew the the ins and out of jail. Also, the jails and the hospitals. Visitation hours. Right. What time is going on? What you could bring with you. There is one thing you did not talk about, though. There is one thing you did not talk about. Conjugal visits? Yes. <laughs> That's all I wanted I to know, know about. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I, I really don't know anything about that. That's in our next segment. Because <laughs> John Ross did not get any conjugal visits today. No. He was not in the shape for it. No, he was not. Poor, yeah. That's because poor I didn't man. visit him. Yeah, well, let's, let's get back to Sue Ellen for a moment. Yeah. Because I think that one of the more powerful scenes of the entire entire episode, and you touched on a bit a moment mm-hmm. ago, was when she went to uh, the coroner, and she talked to or the medical examiner. Mm-hmm. And, and she said to him, she's like, look... I'm going to be the next governor, and I have a spot as the chief medical examiner for the state or something like that. Right. Yeah. And um, her son was there, but to rule it as son, a suicide. Yes, my son was there in the, the, the hotel room, but this needs to be ruled as a suicide because it was a suicide. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Are you trying to blackmail me? Or are you trying to bribe me?" She goes, "No, I'm telling you what happened, and this is the choice. This is what your report is going to say." And that's so unlike Sue Ellen. It's very much a JR moment. Right. Yeah. She learned from the best. Oh, and then she pulled out, well, I know you've been writing a lot more prescriptions than then you Michael Jackson's doctor. doctor. And all of your patients <laughs> are dead. <laughs> oh. I was like, wow, you she went there and she, she well, she was taking the advice of Anne. I think she was going to Anne, going back to Anne mm-hmm. and Sue Ellen to see if Anne would be like no, do the right thing. Da, 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 da. And, and Anne said, do whatever you have to do. And then she goes into the middle and does mm-hmm. this. And I was like, wow, that is some pipes on you, sister. One well, thing I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I was going to say, what makes it, too, so powerful... She's even... The character, Sue Ellen, is trending on Twitter right now. So all the people that watched it, you know, felt like we did on Same how reaction. powerful her, her she was in this episode. Well, what I love about Sue Ellen tonight is that she was such a Ewing. Because one thing we've learned from the Ewing family over the years is that they know how to bribe, they know how to blackmail, but they don't just do it the way that maybe you and I would all do it. Mm -hmm. They have, they've got dirt. They dig so deep to make sure they've got somebody checkmate so so far backed into a corner that they don't have a choice other than to go along with whatever they say. I would try to bribe somebody and they'd be like, well, no, I don't want to do that. And I'd be like, oh, okay. How it ends up where, in every (laughs) scene it sort of um, ends up being where they sort of give the person the opportunity to, you know, willingly to go along with them and then that never really goes that way and then by the end they're just like, by the way, I know this, this, and this. And Mm -hmm. it's like, they always have this like extra card that they're going to always play. Yes. They're always they're always well, like they're always the, two steps ahead. Yeah, they always do their research before they make they don't make idle threats. It's, you know, they don't really necessarily make threats like, you know, hey, how about you do this and I'll keep this quiet. On the on the rare chance that I actually make a threat in life, it's usually an empty threat. <laughs> I'll like get all huffy puffy and right. I think if I say anything with enough assertion and enough like like a stern like vo- right. like voice, I'm never think, going to Chick-fil-A again. Ever. 
And then, at like, I don't know, like, one in the morning, I get really hungry for some waffle fries and some chicken nuggets. And there right, I am. before you're there, you're getting the banana shake. Yeah. So, I, I mean, know. dang it. I don't really stand by what I say. So, if I threaten you, just laugh at me and walk away. Right? It's I'm because not we don't have, we need a private investigator. I want a private investigator to investigate. I want to file for each person. Well, there was a private investigator here. tonight, sort of, when yeah. the sheriff came out, which I love how the sheriff is a good friend of Bobby's. Bobby just calls the sheriff to come out and let him know what's going on with John Ross. Christopher chases him outside to the driveway to the famous Ewing, the South Fork driveway, and he says, look, I need you to do a background check on Rebecca. Which he does, and we find mm-hmm. out later that it comes back clean. Yeah, so obviously Christopher is not like his father. No, <laughs> he wants to know he the dirt. He wants to know the dirt. He wants to know what's up with Rebecca and everything, which I thought was interesting, because you saw Bobby at, you know, and then you see Christopher, and he's like, I, he gave it to her too, he gave yeah. her the information, said I checked you out, here you go. How do we feel about background checks? Is that something that we just do? Like, yeah, you- for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, no? Uh, I don't think In so. In this day and age? I want to know what you guys at home mm. think. I need you guys to get onto iTunes right now and let us know. Are you, are you the background check type? I, we, we got Your a voice split. got real high. We've got a <laughs> <laughs> We've got a split panel here, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know that... I, I think maybe a background check might be appropriate in this sort of situation. Maybe I... I For sure, I, I in this situation. Um, in a regular dating scenario? I'm not so sure. Oh. So, guys, get on iTunes. That's rate, what Google is for. Rate, comment, let us Bing. know. Would you guys background check somebody background that was... Check. If you guys were in this situation, I'll say, let's say you're married to someone and they're pregnant with twins and you're going through this exact situation. I hope you're Good not. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yes. But if you were, would you do a background check? How, would you? There's got to be a way to do it online, right? Of course. Let yeah. us, let us Freebackgroundchecks.com. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there it is. Let us know on iTunes and tell your friends also to get on iTunes and let us know what they would do. We just, I'm just kind of curious to see what people think. I would. You do that, you do a credit check, you do everything. Good Lord. If you guys, if you guys comment Hair on iTunes. Sample. If you, ignore him. If you guys comment on iTunes, I will comment back. I love commenting. I get bored sometimes. Yeah, thank you so much for all of you that have yeah. left yes, comments so far. Dallas has diehard fans, and we yeah. have diehard fans, and I love that. And, and I'm sorry apologize. I said Ely. Yes. Uh, you're about to apologize <laughs> for me. I apologize for you. <laughs> I had an old business partner. His name was Ely, so I get confused sometimes. And I also just say things a little bit differently. I won't give you examples, but Miss <laughs> Ellie, we love. We do love Miss Ellie. Yes. Eleanor. I'm just going to call her Eleanor. Because that's up. what was on the tombstone. We did see your tombstone tonight. I'm yes. glad you brought yes. that up. Yes. That was a touching yes. moment. In a really small, small grave. Like, it was like... No, no one else could fit there. Well, but Miss Ellie was a very simple kind of kind of gal. I thought she was a small girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was, she was tiny. She was, she was tiny. simple though. She was, she was yeah. very. She she was never too over the top, glamorous, ridiculous. She was just Miss yeah. Ellie Southworth initially, um, and uh, she stayed true to she stayed true to herself her t- until she died. <laughs> Her, their little peace. family plot was very cute. But I thought yeah. that scene with Bobby, though, was a strong scene for him when he went out yeah. and said to her, he went out there and, and you called it, I think you called it, when one of you ladies did. Oh, they said I, when he was saying, he's like, yeah. Mom, I know you never wanted anybody to, dr- to drill on South Fork, or South Fork and no matter what, you know, what divided us, what our differences were, you always kept the family together. I know that's what you wanted me to do. I've tried so hard. I'm so sorry that after all these years, the same, basically the same shit's going down. Yeah. Right. And I will do my best to keep this family together I'll do whatever it takes and in that moment you knew that that what he had to do really was allow them to drill because everything he didn't want yeah it sort of was a similar storyline with uh, sorry I want to say Ely (laughs) with Sue Ellen (laughs) that you had to make compromises for the family it's the family is always first no matter what which is very interesting because no matter how much conflict there is in the Ewing family they always stand by each other which is pretty cool because even Christopher compromised big time which is going to lead to Sue Ellen getting in big trouble I think 
because yeah. he sold his methane to the Venezuelans. Well, let's move on to Christopher. Let's talk about him yeah. for a little bit. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the methane tonight. For the S- South American rights only. Yes. But exclusive South American rights. Which, yes. So. Yes, because we found out Vincente, Vicente. Is it Vincente or Vicente? There's no Vicente. 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 Vincent. <laughs> a Latino gang member. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but apparently he is is fighting for power in his homeland. Um, there's big oil down there. The only way he can get power back is if he starts getting this oil from Texas. But then Christopher goes to him and says, like you said, we I can offer you this exclusive right yeah, to this alternative fuel, essentially. Which he had mm-hmm. essentially said it's worth billions of dollars. It's like a huge because Exxon actually mm-hmm. offered him a partnership as well. So. And he turned them down. Well, right. they wanted exclusive rights. Yes. To, and, like in general. Yes. So. And just in the months leading up to that, Christopher had been trying to get meetings with all of these major oil oil companies and they all just laughed at him. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I put in the time and the money and the effort. Now I'm getting somewhere. I find out that this methane is not going to cause tsunamis around the world. In eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, now everybody wants a piece of the pie. Yeah. And Christopher's like, nope, this is going to take Ewing, Ewing Industries to the next level, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's willing to sacrifice part of that to save his cousin, who basically just you know stabbed him back and tried to steal his home from him an episode before. Right. But he's also saving his cousin and his home. And South Fork. And, you know, the family wishes. Which I think is actually all kind of one and the same, whether yeah. they admit it or not. South Fork is nothing without the people that live there, and the people, those people are nothing without South Fork. Right. They all, they all need each other. Yep. South Fork is to the Ewing family what sex in the, what, what New York City is to the Sex in the City girls. Yes. So question oh. about the <laughs> question about the mineral rights. The mineral rights is just anything that's under the ground, correct? Yes. yes. And so the whole reason that Bobby doesn't want to drill, period, is because he doesn't want the environmental issues to happen because he views the land as sacred, quote unquote. Not sacred, but yeah, kind of. I think. Well, I think it's yeah. it was because they were farmers, they were cattle farmers, and that's what Ellie wanted to uphold. She never yeah. wanted. She never wanted that. She, she never wanted that big big oil that Texas is known for to come take over South Fork. She wants so, to maintain its integrity. It will ruin, because it'll ruin the land, essentially. It won't yes. be as beautiful We as talked it. about this on, what, episode one or two, the Saved by the Bell episode, where they drilled at Bayside Heights. Right. Yeah. It gets crazy. Yeah. They're yeah. washing the, 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 the duck. The duck got, was covered in oil. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I was if I was Vicente, I'd just be like, well, fine. I own the land. I'm going to just flatten everything and just get crazy. I'm not going to drill, but I'm going to destroy the land. You're so hateful. I am hateful. <laughs> That's terrible. Bring out the tractors. <laughs> what is your last name? Carrillo. You could be related to Vicente. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. Just saying. You're a Latino I could be. gang member. Latino right. gang member. I'm surprised you don't have any friends in jail. <laughs> I've been to jail. You're bad. Not because you're not because you're Latino, because you're just bad. Oh, I got, you to, have a, been I got to a little bar fight in the 90s. I was straight back then, too. That tells you how long ago that was. But I was stopped in Canada. <laughs> they wouldn't let me through the border. So Chris and Rebecca. <laughs> Next week, we're going to hear Dorinda's Only story. the most upstanding citizens here at, at, at After Buzz. So, Chris and Rebecca. Rebecca, the the background check on Rebecca comes back clean. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with her, um, as far as we can tell so far. Right. I feel yeah. like when she was looking at the background check, she got a copy of it because Christopher came to her because earlier in the episode, they were sitting in a car together, and he was like, look, I just don't know if I can ever look at you the same again. I, I look at you, and I feel anger. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, we're going to have twins. What are we going to do? He's like, I'll be a great father, but 
I just can't stop being angry with you. And I can't imagine how that might end. And again with the adoption, because she right. brings it up again because she says, Every remember week. what you told me when you proposed to me that all you wanted was for our kids to have both parents, right. which is something you never had because you're divorced, the, you know, all of that. And what was the, was it, wasn't it Rebecca that made the comment a couple of weeks ago to him that was that she apologized for later? Or was yes. it? Yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah. if you really love this guy, you need to back off a little bit on this, like going for the, the jugular every time, every time thing. And can we at least have one episode that nobody mentions this? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's almost like a drinking game now. Right. Yeah. Wait, well, you know, wait, let me backtrack a little. What is a drinking game to you, Dorinda? <laughs> maybe it wasn't the adoption, because talked, they talked about, like, his yeah. parents getting divorced, so maybe he's talking about Bobby and, yeah. and um, Pam. Uh, yeah, Pam. Yeah. Didn't they get divorced? No, she died. She drove into, but like, Oh, I thought they got divorced oil b- before yep. and then got back together. But then she and, came like, back whatever. to life as a different actress yeah. for a little while. <laughs> That's right, that's right, that's right. I didn't get to that season yet. Thanks yeah. for ruining it for me. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, it doesn't work out that well. So when when the when the background check does come back though, Christopher realizes that she's clean. He gives that gives it to her and says, I had you checked out. When he did what? hand it to her though, she had that worried sort of look. Though. She looked like, like she was oh, scared. And yeah. and that was the first indication. Mm-hmm. And then when he left and she was looking at the background check, mm-hmm. she was like She's probably wondering why something's not listed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know I know that's what she was thinking mm-hmm. because then all of a sudden, this is where it gets real dicey. Tommy, who was in the episode earlier when uh, Rebecca was with Anne, mm-hmm. and Anne kind of laid into Tommy a little bit like, get out of here. I've got um, a friend of mine who's a ranch or a ranch foreman <laughs> in, or whatever, owns a ranch in Oklahoma, and she needs a foreman. I'm gonna okay. I'll go tomorrow. Yeah, but he goes upstairs and packs. Yes, he right. only just tried to steal everything from the Ewing. So you're gonna go be <laughs> a ranch hand. Yeah, yep. for a woman in Oklahoma. Yeah, let me go yeah, recommend ridiculous. you to my friend real exactly. quick. Exactly. Yeah. Tulsa's you're leave beautiful this time of year. Dallas here. to go to Oklahoma. Yes. Great musical. Not a great place. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, for that. people in Oklahoma. Thank but you. then we see what we have suspected all along. Yes. Finally. Finally. We, you yes. that. Uh, None of us believed that Tommy and Rebecca were actually brother and sister. No. And it was it was confirmed at the end of the episode where Tommy grabs Rebecca and just starts lays one on her. Mm-hmm. Starts, starts right. kissing her. And we just watched it. We're like, I don't I don't know how I feel about this right now. They're That's brother like, and sister, but they kiss like how I kiss a girl, like that. She was like, what are you doing? They kiss how I kiss my sister. That's normal. Right? That's normal. We're really, I'm a, I have a really close family, though. The views expressed herein are those of the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised this is the first time that's come out this yeah. whole episode. Right. <laughs> I know, seriously. Which made me think the paternity issue with the, the child. That was like, <laughs> hello. <gasps> no, but wait, because he says, you know... Playing this role has it really like you know brainwashed you to think that we're really brother and sister? So I'm guessing they really haven't gotten it on. Since I been, maybe. I don't know. But because, that's a good. That's I mean it because could be. this show, from a writing standpoint, mm-hmm. you want the Christopher and the Elena storyline to keep being there forever. It's, right. it's, it's the Ross and Rachel storyline of the show. Mm-hmm. There, you always need those two characters that are going to be pulled back together and pulled apart, pulled back together, and pulled apart. And I think that's those two characters for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. That if she's pregnant and she has his twins, it kind of makes it hard for you to ever root for Elena again. Right, right you know, but we have to see viewer. if she can really make it the whole nine months. I think that we'll probably think that those are his kids for the next mm-hmm. season or so. Yeah, you think, think she'll it, actually have them? 
I thought that I think she'll come too. to term because you know this is so this is so the first scene that I saw Tommy come Tommy alone with with Rebecca my mm-hmm. first thought was oh my god are the babies gonna be safe right she's like eight minutes pregnant and I'm already yeah. thinking like He's I don't push want her down the exactly, stairs exactly exactly yeah, I didn't that's want what her. I was thinking and I was thinking. I, Pamela Ewing back in 1979 <laughs> was pushed off the hate. The, the, the. My prediction was last week is because they said so many things about the medical condition. Her nose was bleeding that maybe they're just gonna have she's gonna have a tough pregnancy and that was gonna bring them back together again. But now this adds just a whole other layer to maybe it. Maybe she has some sort of tumor, right? Or, maybe, or as Arnold Schwarzenegger maybe, called it, a maybe, tumor. Maybe it's a like tumor. the alien baby from V is gonna come out or something. <laughs> that show was canceled many seasons ago. Just let go, okay? I can. I love V. Let go. Oh Lord. Well, we're gonna wrap up the show shortly, but I think before we go into our last little bit of topics and our last bit of news and gossip and our predictions for next week we should probably go to a commercial okay yes okay, <laughs> okay fine hey there good buddies the handles woolly bear i'm a truck driving man but i'm not that old school kind of truck driving man no i like to listen to podcasts while i'm driving through these great united states of ours and my favorite podcasts in the world are from after buzz tv and why because After Buzz TV's like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows, like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Oops. <laughs> so, wow. So as we... As we make our way to the final two episodes of the season things are heating up and just like I think we all called it a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, these these original characters are playing a very integral role in in uh, they're going to be a big part of the cliffhanger I think because Dallas is mm-hmm. known for their cliffhangers right. Sue Ellen and Bobby were all over this episode JR puts a stamp on every episode whether it has one line or ten um, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks I actually unfortunately will not be here next week because I am actually going to be I have some stuff going on next week um, but I think that, that Kelly is shady. actually Kelly is actually going to be doing the show for me I believe next week did you know this? So I'm apologizing in advance to everyone. <laughs> I have a prior commitment, but I will be back for the finale. He's going to go have his own kind of Marta and John Ross and yes. Elena Triangle. Well, let's talk about... Maybe we get Josh Anderson next yes, week. Yes, right? We should dress up for no. the finale. finale. That's a yes. great idea. Yes. yes. I almost idea. wore my cowboy boots tonight. Yes. Cowboys and cowgirls. <gasps> let's do it. I let's have do a, it. I have a fantastic cowboy hat. Do you? I'm so excited now. Well, I'm glad we're all thrilled about this. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> We have a little bit of news and gossip we would like to go over. Yes, we do. After TV News. It's a big week for um, Dallas. They were on the cover of Ooh, Entertainment wow, Weekly, wow. Nice. Yeah. which I thought was interesting because, you know, the huge story for last week was Comic-Con, which they only have in the small section. But, like, the pictures in here are, like, completely out of control. Like, I have a couple. I don't know if she can put them up on the That's screen. Camera, yeah. Oh, there we go. There's oh, there one. we go. Oh, I mean, I like he's like that. the whole cover by himself. Like, and then I love that picture. His oh, hat's that's in his mouth. Great. That's my favorite cool. picture is coming up next. Evil never dies. That's a great shot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's just let's just comment on Josh Henderson real quick. His eyes. He needs to wear tank tops on the show more often. <laughs> he does. He okay. does. I just want to point something out. Are you on the mic? I want to point something out because I'm busy looking at Josh Henderson. He has two different color eyes. Right there, oh, one green, does. one blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. 
Which makes it even hotter. I like people a little different and weird. Right. He's a mutant. <laughs> oh, he totally does in this picture. That is so weird, yes. right? Yes. Who knew? Now, is he trying to shave him? Because I always get freaked out whenever you see it. Well, remember, that was like how their yes. episode two, the very they beginning, were at the he barber. was getting yes, shaved. I always get freaked out by that. Yeah. Mm. Every time you shave. <laughs> <laughs> With the straight razor. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think I could let anybody shave me that way. I'd be too nervous. I, I let watched, someone shave my legs. Well, I watched uh, <laughs> Sweeney Todd with my little sister. Uh, she was obsessed with that film years ago, and it was creepy and weird. And I, I couldn't watch this. I couldn't watch the movie because of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was this a really great article, but one thing that I thought was really, really touching um, when we were talking about cancer earlier is Larry Hagman was diagnosed with cancer two days before they started shooting this. No. And I guess one of the first phone calls he made was to um, what's his name, Bobby? What's his real name? Uh, Patrick, Patrick Duffy. Duffy. Patrick mm-hmm. Duffy. And, like, you know, he sort of joked around it back and forth, which and I guess in that situation, you're the joke or you cry, one or the other. But one thing that I thought was interesting was that when Bobby had his cancer scene in, um, JR went to go visit him and said, You can't leave me now. And, like, he sort of had that touchy moment. Patrick Duffy actually put um, earplugs in his ears because he didn't want to hear JR read his lines because they thought he would lose it while he was lying there, which just Aww. shows you, like, how close they are. I'm like, What a, like, cute great story that was. Well, they say we, we I saw whatever, whatever interview it was and the clip we showed a few weeks ago in here about Sue Ellen talking about how the three of them, they're all so very, very close. And they right. have, I mean, they have been since the 70s. They've been working together off and on for all these years. It's like a family. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the greatness is that um, in the spring, he was cancer-free. He went through treatments during the first few episodes, which, you know, he was in a lot of scenes in the beginning. Do you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. maybe that was when, maybe that might even be why he's missing in some of the scenes he went through. Maybe he's recovering. And everything, but yeah. he's completely yeah. fine now. So he went, he actually said the producers like we can do 10 seasons now I'm ready to go <laughs> really it's so funny because like you know Patrick Duffy also told me so the nerve of you dying at the apex of my career unacceptable <laughs> so like you know it's just like ridiculous I thought That's it was just cute. funny and they're class acts all the way oh, through yeah. and they're like real actors right. I love that so many television actors nowadays they're just flash in the pan but these guys have longevity this they do Really unparalleled. I mean, to fall back in love with these characters like it was when, you know, when I used to watch with my mom. And, you know, it's just, it's so amazing that they still have that charisma and that just staying power. You know, all three of them, they're just such great actors and such powerful, you know powerful how, presence. You know how many reboots we're going to have the next couple of years? Oh, they're going to be all yeah. over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they're this quality, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. Right. Yeah. Just relive our youth. Absolutely. Right. And we'll be here reporting it. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on for, uh, we have some predictions for next week. What do we what do we predict these final two episodes of the season yeah. one? You want to start with, let's start with Ryan. Let's let, well, let's let, let me, the boy go first. I will tell you that there was something in the, the magazine this week. It said that the next two episodes, there's going to be a murder, two near deaths, and two marriage proposals. Ooh. So what does everybody think? Really? Yeah. Okay, who's getting murdered? Who's getting murdered? Let's go, let's go there first. Tommy. Yes. I think then, Tommy's then getting Then they murder. never can um, do the paternity or whatever. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I think Rebecca's a little bit cr- Marta crazy. I think a little. Okay, what about the two marriage proposals? I, uh... Rylan is going to propose to Sue Ellen. Hmm. Whoa. That's my prediction. That could be really Ooh. interesting. What about the other one? I say John Ross and Elena yeah it's kind of obvious yeah. John Ross and Elena that makes sense who are the two near deaths John Ross again John Ross I think John Ross and Christopher 
they'll be put in a situation now that Christopher's yeah. come to bail him out. I think they'll be in a situation where they could, and their women are fighting for them, and I think that, that could be. Or the women get kidnapped. They kidnapped or, the women all the time back in the original they series. Did. They or did. catching, um, watching the previews for next week mm-hmm. or the next two episodes. Did you see something with Bobby? Yeah, maybe that's when maybe. we'll see the cancer come back. Yeah, something with the cancer. Mm, yeah, I can't deal with cancer. No, no, Bobby. No. We no. love Bobby. No, 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 no. Yeah, F cancer. Yeah, F cancer. <laughs> oh, well, that's well it. we've got two episodes left, you guys. We've got a I couple know. of exciting ones. Luckily, we've already been renewed for season two. Yay! 15 episodes season two. Congratulations, Dallas, once again. Uh, we guys, we want to thank you guys for stopping by again. You can follow us all. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. I'm also launching my website next week, ajgibson.tv. And I am Ryan A. Carrillo, two R's and two L's. And uh, this weekend, actually in two hours, I leave on a flight to Orlando for a great charity. It's called Hearts of Reality. If you want to check it out, Celebration Town Center, it's a hundred different reality stars from your favorite shows, Survivor, um, The Bachelor, Expedition Impossible. Are we raising money for Give Kids the World? Correct? Yes. Yeah. For uh, terminally ill children, which wait, maybe you don't say that anymore, for... Um, it's a fantastic show. Yes, you it's amazing. Check it out. Give kids the world. They do wonderful, wonderful work. Kelly. Well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be doing anything that fabulous. <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter at Kelly with an IE079. And you can follow me at Twitter at Lula Cherry Films. Lula. Lula. Thanks for stopping by, you guys. We'll see you again next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.